Friday, March 20, uh, 31st, 2023, and the closed alpha is complete. More than 22,000 games were played, as well as 3,775 3, hours. Um, that's a lot of games. Have we mentioned that the team got a lot of data? There were uh, many sleepless nights. I think a few people mentioned that early on in the first um, wave, uh, but that continued through all three waves. Uh, and there were a lot of bug reports added in. I know, Goldie, you added a few in yourself. You got you got quite into the game uh, as we rounded out the closed alpha, right? Yeah, man, it was an awesome experience. Super immersive. Um, and it was great because that opening weekend of closed alpha was also the weekend of ETH Denver. And so it was really cool. I got to meet a couple of members of the team for the first time hang out at the booth and show off the alpha a little bit and then go back home. And I had buddies in town for ETH Denver and we set up this awesome LAN party. There were like five or six of us. We all had closed alpha access. We played literally from like Thursday night until Sunday afternoon when they had to head home. And uh, yeah, it was a copious amount of gaming and submitting bug reports and it was an unbelievable time. That's wild. You guys had your own LAN. Um, <laughs> the, the alpha rounded out with a tournament played the last weekend. So uh, CL, Bobbin, the rest of the team put together a full bracket, just like NCAA men's basketball tournament. And um, they ran it all the way through single elimination. And our winner, Quinto, came out on top. Um, so they won. They won the tournament NFT, which is a pretty cool, like snow globey sci-fi NFT. And I think there's some other stuff that's happening with that. Um, but uh, TBD on that. So there weren't a lot of mods allowed to play. Or, excuse me, mods were not allowed to play. So I know Goldie, we we had a head start on everybody else. But um, uh, would have been would have been fun to play. But the the playing field was pretty tough, wouldn't you say? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm not surprised to see Kinto came out on top. He smoked me numerous times throughout the three weeks in closed alpha and. Yeah, it was just awesome to see. I mean, props to the team and the wardens and everyone who helped make it happen on top of everything that they had to do to keep the closed alpha running smooth. Uh, they also found the time to put in this awesome bracket tournament. And yeah, it looked like there were some heated battles and it was awesome to just hang out and voice chat and hear some shout casting and just a lot of talk on theory crafting. And, and it was competitive, which is super awesome and really bodes well for the future on the esports side of things. So Awesome experience overall. And again, props to the team for making that happen. Absolutely. Uh, switching gears just a little bit, the year two EP election completed, uh, was, was ratified earlier this week. So the five EPs that were elected are NAN, Sath, Ultras continuing uh, from year one to year two, uh, Steelhead, and then myself. So just wanted to take a brief uh, moment here to say thanks to the community for your support. We've all hit the ground running and uh, we're working on a lot of things together. Um, so lots more to come in that space, uh, but uh, exciting year for Echelon Ahead. Now, uh, issue two of the comic. So this one's Qatari focused, or at least that's what the cover would uh, uh, kind of allude to. The multifold manifest for the comic opened up on March 27th this week. Um, the manifest opened on March 29th. So go out, go ahead and check the tweet from Parallel that explains how to how you qualify for the manifest and if you're in that. The comic delivery is April second, I believe, and uh, you know circling back, this is Qatari focus. So 
Yeah, Goldie, what are you what are you looking for from the Cathari in this issue? Yeah, honestly, I'm just really excited to learn more about some of the main characters and the Paragons, whether it's Aishio or Meridus, um, Naeus, you know, Scipions, the Scipions as well, the clones. You know, there's a lot of characters that I'm really excited to learn a little bit more background on. I think we're all pretty familiar with their story um, and how they've found a way to evolve and survive um, on Europa, which is Jupiter's moon under the surface. So it's going to be really interesting, I think, to dig a little bit deeper into the characters themselves um, and learn what some of their motivations are besides the obvious. So, yeah, really excited for it. Kathari's probably my number two favorite parallel besides Shroud. So going to be really interesting to see. And um, just from listening to, you know, some of the team members talk about this upcoming comic, it sounds like they've made some really nice enhancements um, visually and in terms of the overall arc um, of the plot for, for the second comic. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, and that goalie mask, right? That's Cathari featured right on it. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Galleon Orator makes an appearance at some point in the, in the comic. I'm definitely going to be looking for it for sure. So, we'll see. But yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Like the first comic was great because it was, you know, the first one, but yeah. uh, to see what kind of enhancements they made for, for comic two. And then obviously you get your shards which um, we all desperately want to cling on to and collect as many as possible. So that'll be great. Mm -hmm. And then you never know if you end up with a card back or one of the, uh, one of the legendary editions. So yeah, yeah, lots to look forward to for a second comic coming up. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, That's not the only thing that's going on uh, with uh, assets out there. So Artograph, um, there's an Artograph contest currently running where if you transfer two cards to a qualifying Coinbase wallet or you hold two cards in a qualifying Coinbase wallet, uh, you're entered to win uh, a potential one of 11 autographs that are available. So Parallel is teaming up with Coinbase and they're giving away 11 autographs. So um, yeah, if you haven't already transferred those cards, go ahead and do that um, so you can qualify because I believe they extended the deadline. Um, uh, in other news, a grant proposal for Prime Wiki was approved. So keeping this one brief, we're looking forward to utilizing the funding to create more educational content. Uh, and we're going to work through the process um, with the Echelon Foundation. Next is the launch of the beta. That was announced to happen in July. Um, so all you nerds, get to theory crafting. Although I will say uh, Fitch has been teasing some potential stuff in between now and then. Because uh, I believe we have lots of junkies out there that need their parallel fix. So send code, send code, please. Being <laughs> <Fiending> over here. <laughs> so, um, uh, but that's that's the official beta. So July, be on the lookout this summer, guys. Um, and then lastly, to round out community quick hits today, or excuse me, yesterday, uh, Ali Straza and Ready Player Dow teamed up to live stream the first ever parallel game um in history i think like mm-hmm. that's that's what happened uh so literally nobody's ever done that before nobody's ever live stream parallel uh at, at any point in time and this was the first opportunity for people to watch and um and see the game that that were not a part of the closed alpha and uh at one point there were over 500 c- concurrent viewers so 
uh, it looks like it was a, a success. And now with Ali's stream up and uh, hopefully recorded and saved, then people can go back and watch that and see what it's all about if they didn't get to see it in the closed alpha. Yeah, it seemed super cool. There were lots of subs being gifted from Parallel and some of the other mods, which was awesome. And yeah, 500 concurrent viewers, nothing nothing to laugh about. So that was really cool. That's right. Okay, well, that rounds out Community Quick Hits, uh, which brings us to uh, the interview portion of our uh, episode. This week, we've got a, a great guest with us. Uh, he's been around for a while. If you know anything about Parallel or have been in Discord or uh, have maybe submitted a support ticket, you probably have interacted with this human being. Um, but that is the uh, verbose, the talented, and uh, the very direct Oso. Oso, how are you doing today? Verbose, that was a crazy word. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. How you guys doing? They're doing well. Well, it certainly, certainly encapsulate your, encapsulates your personality. You're uh, you're quite colorful, and we love you for it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself, so the audience can get to know you if they don't already know you. Um, what's your background like? And you can be as specific or general as you prefer. Yeah, so uh, my background, I come from customer service. Um, as long as I've been working, um, I've always been in the customer service uh, industry, whether it was uh, being a GM at Mod Pizza or Chipotle, working at LA Fitness selling gym memberships, or being a bartender at a startup local bar. Um, so I've just always been, you know, the type of person to talk to people and, um, you know, love working around uh, that kind of theme. Um, I also like to play games, mm -hmm. like to work out. Um, I'm pretty active. I got two dogs and a cat, um, nice. that I like to, I like to take my dogs out on walks pretty frequently, get out, go hiking with them, be outside and whatnot. Um, and I am afraid of geese as a little, uh, fun fact. <laughs> is there, is there a backstory to that? Like what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh. When I was young, my grandma used to take us uh, to the park to go and feed bread to ducks uh -huh. uh, at the pond, which you're not supposed to do because apparently they can't digest bread well, <laughs> which I didn't learn that until like kind of recent. So <laughs> I felt bad. Um, <clears throat> but when I was younger, uh, obviously a much smaller O. So I would go to the ducks, feed them the bread. I saw a very big duck, wasn't aware that geese were just a totally different like type of different animal <laughs> and it started flapping its wings and honking at me and it ran towards me and it um it actually went inside my shirt uh bit my shirt and gave me some uh nerve damage so now i don't uh now i don't mess with geese <laughs> oh okay how old were you when this happened dude i was probably like six maybe seven oh my gosh that's and, traumatic for sure know, yeah a, a little tmi but the nerve damage is uh my left nipple is always hard. That's the nerve damage that I received. Okay. It's uh, amazing. Um, yeah. Wow. wow. usually gets people. <laughs> Dude, yeah. No, I was not expecting that fun fact. Um, I had not heard that story before. But... No, nah, not many people have. <laughs> I, keep, I keep that one under wraps. <laughs> well... What a beautiful thing to share on Prime Wiki podcast, buddy. That's amazing. I was gonna, I was gonna share some other like work stuff, but I was like, that's. 
No, this is way this is way better. Different type of podcast. This is yeah, man. This is the type of character development we need. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, this has got to be like an origin story for you, like just hunting down geese as your as your like mission in life. I mean, in in the state of Pennsylvania, at least, it's a uh, it's illegal to. Um, like when geese are crossing the road, you have to like respect it. Uh-huh. Like they're like super protected over here. Like you can't harass them. <laughs> you like if you see a geese, you, a goose, you're supposed to like stand clear. They basically have more rights than you. Like where I'm at. Huh. Yeah. So it's it's really cool that you know I develop a fear of geese, and over here they're respected as like deities. And- <laughs> yeah, and you're just you're just over there in your car trying to resist the urge to just slam down on the gas. Oh, pump, dude, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we we know of a few states and a few people on the team that um, have the ability to hunt geese. So we might have to make something happen in that regard. Right yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna 100%. start reporting that geese are like a pest problem and. <laughs> See if I can get some rewards for taking them in. That's right. Yeah, just put a bounty on them. Perfect. Um, well, wow. That I don't know if we if anybody else can top that one uh, as a fun that's fact. Be tough. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and we had we asked some some questions for you that we've kind of outlined. Uh, so I guess switching gears a little bit back to parallel. You were at land one. And if yes. you could, could you explain to the audience what land one is or so was land one, uh, super famous in parallel lore. It was our first get together at NFT NYC and it was for PK holders, uh, and other like big, you know, kind of people in the industry. So we all got together. Uh, unfortunately parallel wasn't ready at like a time to be able to play, like be played yet. But instead, what the parallel team did was get a whole bunch of Alienware laptops. We had a tournament. We played Unreal Tournament. Um, we also played Mario Kart. Those were the two competitive games. <laughs> uh, and if you scored high enough, if you scored high enough in the top eight, you received an Alienware laptop. Um, but there was a bunch of food. People just, um, you know, getting to know each other, talking, you know. Uh, everybody's sharing like what their projects is, how they got into parallel. Uh, somebody had brought a bunch of magic cards. We were supposed to do like a draft. So people got to like take magic cards home. We had a big old bag of parallel merch that mm. was just given out to people. And everybody just kind of got to get lit, get loose, get to know each other and hang out and actually just play games and eat junk food. Like when we were kids. Huh. Sounds like bliss. Oh, it was, it was amazing. What a beautiful beautiful first experience. So it was your first time meeting a lot of these, these individuals in person. Who did you gel with the most? Who was like your brother? Uh, CL, CL's always been kind of like, uh, the brother in the community. He's the one that kind of got me into, uh, into parallel, not really like into parallel, but like when I was in the community made me feel like, you know, even just as a community member, I was super important. Um, always answered questions, stuff like that. So when we got to meet in person, we actually met in person, him, myself, and another mod at the time, Gamble, hung out, got to know each other. So those two seeing at land were like, you know, oh my gosh, like we, we get to hang out like in real life, like more often, like it's cool. Yeah. Uh, meeting Kalos IRL was a trip. 
seeing size chat IRL was a trip. <laughs> um, like we got to meet Grug, we got to meet like Fitch, Cali, just every everybody was super cool. But I think the the person that I dealt with the most has definitely been CO. Awesome. I'm not surprised. He is a glue guy. You gotta have he's a glue guy. So um, you were at Land One, but you're also part of the Parallel team. So what was your path to joining uh, Parallel? Um, so before, uh, like when COVID had hit, you know, and everybody was kind of staying home, uh, my friend had actually gotten me into crypto, started researching a bunch of projects. We met Meta Regular through a different project, and then Meta was in that Discord say, hey, there's a game night in this other Discord that I'm in if anybody wants to join. So went in there as a community member. Um played among us mm -hmm. and won a pk for winning among us that night which is <laughs> crazy wow um yeah that just made me like a super diehard committed like especially with the floor value at the time during the bull run and i was just like oh man like for real like this is this is real and they're like you know yeah <laughs> stuff coming out so i you know i kind of just stayed plugged in um uh, kept talking to cl asked anytime they needed something any ways that I could help, I would, uh, you know, give the community knowledge, invite them into the community, talk to them, play games with them. Um, game nights used to be a thing that I used to host, which was fun. And then as we started getting bigger, uh, CL and I made the back then Bannerman, which became Wardens, which were mods of the Discord. Uh, so I was brought on as a mod of the Discord, again, helping people, you know, kind of like going back to the customer service stuff I used to do. Yep. And... You know, eventually it just, uh, at LAN, I got a tattoo of the parallel pills. Oh, so shit. maybe they felt bad for me, you know, in some <laughs> respect. Or like, now we owe this guy something. <laughs> but um, used to play games with uh, Kalos and uh, Ethan a lot. Yeah. And they used to just talk to us about parallel. And we used to just have conversations for hours. And eventually I get a Discord from Kalos that says, hey, you're getting the call tonight. And I'm thinking we're getting ready to launch up Call of Duty. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me know what time. Like, I'll be ready. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, a different call. And then after that, CL called me. It was like, hey, how would you like to be, you know, customer service for the team? Nice. Um, Unreal. So, yeah, I got brought on through Parallel just by being gelled in the community, helping people out, playing games. And now I'm here. Are you the first to have a Parallel tattoo? Me and Raw Dog both oh. got them at the same time. Oh, yeah! Very Raw Dog got them both at the same time. Another thing that I think really drew me to Parallel is they put my name on a card, which was cool because I was just a regular community member. We used to put, you know, teasers of a uh, of community members and cards that I feel like I wasn't around too long, and you know, to get that kind of like experience from a community, like you just you don't get that from a team like too much. Yeah. Which, For sure. which card are you on? Oh, what's it called? I gotta go find it. It's um, it's a Marcolian one. Is it Supply in... Drop? No, I think it's in. It's the one with the um. It's the one with the. It has a computer. I think it's like interrogation something. Oh, interrogation tools. Does it have like the two screens and there's like a brain on it? Yeah, I think so. Or yeah, down it's in the not bottom. Data breach. No, it's definitely not definitely not data breach because that yeah. was the computer looking one. 
Okay. Uh, pretty That's sure it's interrogation tools, and my name is on the bottom on one of the little sensors. And, Unreal. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody which one, but after <laughs> Land 2, one of the artists put me on another card, and that's for everybody to find out. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, another, Let's go. another Easter egg. Nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, dude, like insane. Like, ah, uh, this this team has been crazy. <laughs> well, speaking of crazy, so what does a day in the life of Oso look like working at Parallel? A day in the life of Oso, I wake up, I get my couple uh, cups of coffee ready. <laughs> Join Breakfast Club if there's having if they're having one. Uh, chill out in Discord. Check customer service emails every day. See if anybody you know uh, has any collab requests out for us, or if there's anybody that just needs help in the general community. We talk to the mods a lot. They help us kind of set up. You know, they help us literally run the Discord. So we touch base with them a lot. Um, also part of my responsibility is, uh, distributing merch through ShipBob. Um, so I've been able to send merch to our lovely fans. Nice. And, uh, after all that, then it's quote unquote market research of gaming for three to five hours a day. Perfect. Sounds like a good day. So it's a fantastic day. <laughs> you mentioned uh, you mentioned f- uh, shipping fulfillment. I, uh, I I I know something. I know a little inside baseball here. It, Goldie has helped in the shipping arena. So what has he helped you with, and uh, what have you learned from him? Uh, literally anything that I know about shipping that I'm in the mod chat bragging of, that I know about, whether it's tariff codes, <laughs> uh, weights why something costs as much as it does different types of mailers what's like standard sizing is priority all this and that is because goldie you know was the one to uh kind of give me the rundown of probably what he's done over the years and probably like you know a couple a couple days to like a week and was just able to help me get everything like in a good situation uh for shipping currently so anybody that's getting merch right now if it wasn't for Goldie, y'all wouldn't have nothing. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, that was a lot of fun because I'll never forget um, when the when the posters first came. It was like on a massive pallet. Like it wasn't just a few boxes of posters. It was like twenty boxes of posters, and each box had like five hundred posters in it. And I'll never forget my buddy and I, Zach, we were wearing like latex gloves and we were handling every freaking poster like it was, you know, a Picasso, right? Because hmm. um, those things just look so badass when you actually like open the boxes and stuff. And um, it was quite a, it was quite an interesting journey figuring out the cheapest and best way to ship these mofos all the way to like Germany, overseas, Europe, whatever the case may be. that I've never even heard of. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, this is during COVID. So it's like, okay, US Postal Service, we cannot ship to Russia, we cannot ship to South America, we cannot ship to Brazil. And it's Australia like, Australia was a big one too. Yeah. yeah, like, but we had, there were fans there that were like, really pumped to get these posters. And it was just like, I felt so bad that some of these could not be fulfilled because of restrictions that were completely out of our control. Right. So it was just, it was a really cool learning experience for myself, you know, having the warehouse, the family business is cosmetics, right? So we're shipping like fragile glass cases of perfume and 
high-priced skincare products all over the world. So dealing with t-shirts and hoodies and posters were pretty straightforward. Um, but it was an awesome experience. And yeah, working with Oso on that was a lot of fun. Um, just going through and cranking out as many orders as we could and hmm. getting everyone their goodies was We was got everybody caught up from a year and a half of backlog in about like a month. I yeah, think. yeah. It, yeah, it was awesome. Like I had the keys to go into the warehouse at any hour. So it was usually like Tuesday. It was like Monday, Wednesday, Friday night going with my buddy, we'd grab a few pizzas, we'd rock some tunes and just fulfill these poster orders. And we were treating them like they were Picasso's, like I said, just handling them as cleanly as we could. Um, but there were a lot of them because there are a lot of parallel fans that wanted them. And it was a lot of fun. You're like the so parallel yeah, that was a good, Santa Claus. good times. You were helping me deliver all across the world. Yeah, yeah. Happy to help. <laughs> so uh, switching gears um, and shifting over to the game of parallel. Oh, so this is a multi-parter, but we ask everybody every time. So what is your favorite card in game and why? And what is your favorite card from an art perspective and why? Hmm. All right. My favorite card in game is a T4 Interceptor, to which we've renamed T5 Interceptor because they massacred my boy. <laughs> um, but either way, uh, T4 d4 is my favorite because i have the mp4 <laughs> ah, nice. that, that was a crazy origin story of how we got that but i'm actually one-fifth of an owner of the t4 interceptor uh of the t4 interceptor card but its ability uh to hit for three damage um to an enemy unit i think is just always good for mid game um yeah especially with the way that i play uh parallel i'm a very like i don't i don't like using any of the big units too much really i kind of like save those as like one-offs you know if i need to but on that i just kind of like overpowering people with my deck so i have a lot of um you know early game mid game cards and t4 interceptors just one of those ones coming out as a 3-3 beefy unit and mustering for three damage on an enemy unit is just insane to have regardless gotcha Okay, that makes sense. And then from an art perspective, what's your favorite card? Can I choose an art card? Sure. Okay, the Orbital Patrol art card, because I think Capro mm. killed it with that style. Dude. Of like, I don't even know like what that style of art is called, but I keep joking with, with the artist um, about how cool it is in the hopes that one day he'll surprise me with like a one-of-one one in that <laughs> style or something. <laughs> But that yeah. that's my favorite. I think art wise that's my favorite. Um that card is that card is insane. There's there's a lot to choose from, but um I'm sensing like there's an opportunity for one of us to you know, thinking forward to a special moment or a special day, like a birthday, we could commission him to make a goose in that style for you. <laughs> And then maybe you could earn maybe it. Maybe we call him vehicle daddy though. So I, I don't know. He all I know is that he does vehicles. Oh, oh okay. Right. Oh, maybe he can make like a goose. Oh, dude, if I can commission him to make like a cool like goose type ship in that style, that'd be pretty tight. Too, right? Dude, you need an Elvex. So you need an Elvex that looks like a goose. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That, that'd be. Or, or nanobots that are nanobots that are like geese. Oh, then, oh, or like a what? What's the what's the dog one? What's the um the howlers? 
Yeah, like a Met Goose just sounds badass. <laughs> okay, but... and it's got a honk too, so it's got to have some audio. <laughs> yeah, it would have to. It would have to be like a PL with audio for yeah. sure, and its musterability would have to be like if you play this card, Oso automatically loses or yeah, something memey like that. Yeah, it's a win con against Oso. That's all. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. So, all right. You you mentioned some research earlier. So what other games are you researching, aka playing right now? Uh, right now I'm playing Sons of the Forest 2 with everybody. Uh, as like a mod group, we play a lot of games together because we do spend a lot of time together. Um, so Sons of the Forest is a really fun one for us all to like play together. Uh, you get everybody in a lobby. You can have up to eight people at a time. And it's survival and there's like cannibals and everything that try to come eat you, which is fun. Um, so that's a fun like team game. But then I think as a single player game, uh, I'm playing Cult of the Lamb, which is really fun. It's like Sims with uh, with extra steps and like hmm. way funner. Or no, what, what did CL say? He said Animal Crossing, but with like sacrificing. Oh, okay. that's, that's like what it is. So Cult of the Lamb, it looks like... um a kid's like pop-up book like that's like what the art style is interesting you go you can save like a bunch of different animals that'll like join your cult you make them devout followers and they give you like little side quests and stuff to do and you're trying to i don't know if you're trying to save the world or end it yet i haven't gotten that far but it's <laughs> it's a fun uh it's a fun indie game nice and there's a lot that you can do in it that you wouldn't expect to to be able to do in it that's a little threw me off the first time i saw it cool that sounds fun. I'll have to check that one out. Okay. Uh, last question. What about Parallel has you the most excited in 2023? Um, when it's finally out for everybody to play and when we're playing ranked. Uh, Goldie and I have talked about this before. It's it's fun when, you know, we're all in there, you know, testing Parallel and playing and, you know, all of us are having fun. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that was really cool about alpha testing is when you're in ranked and every game you're seeing a different name, like mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. when it starts like really hitting. You're like, wow, man, there's like really more than like 10 people playing this game right now. And like, you know, some games never, you know, get to see, you know, double digit people ever playing it, you know? So even it may be small to like everybody else, but even just being over like, the 10 mods and like it actually being out there was like surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Queuing up at any time, any day and playing that is, that's the goal. Right. And, um, always having that opportunity to, uh, test your metal against somebody new that you might not have played before and has a strat that you haven't seen before or uses the cards in a way that you're unfamiliar with. So, yeah, I learned a bunch of strats from um from a month of playtesting that <laughs> I didn't even think were possible or that just made my play so much better. It was it was crazy. But showing everybody uh Frey Frey for the first time mm. was, was crazy. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that that was a fun one. But it came back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> they used your own move against you. Damn it. Yeah, they did. Yep. And then they learned how to do it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need them for we need everybody the collective group to help everybody improve right and that's the goal mm -hmm. yeah it, it definitely worked but then yeah. but then ultimately get you to the top of the leaderboard 
Oh, dude, I was I was like near the top for like the first day, and then after that, I never even got close. And like as the waves went on, I just realized I was like, wow, like it. You know, it's not like we went from gamers like people that like parallel. We were at like we went from people that like parallel to gamers, and it really reflected when the gamers came in and started whooping ass. That's right. Well, also, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate your time. We know you're busy, um, uh, but it's always good to talk to you and uh, to to give the community, like, um, kind of pull back the curtain a little bit to get to know you a little bit more. So thanks for your time. And Goldie, appreciate you being here too and helping me run the show and, and make this happen and, and provide this resource to the community. So thank you both. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. Yeah, thanks it. as always. Good to be back. And um, thank you, Oso, for all your hard work. I know it must be a little bit uh, draining at times answering so many people's emails, but you're doing an awesome job, buddy. Well, thank you for saving my ass with shipping because <laughs> I didn't have that. I, this would be a way different, way different scenario. <laughs> it's all good, man. Like, hey, we all got each other's backs and it all ends up working out some way or another. That's that's the sign of a good team. So Exactly. That's right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>